Welcome to the Nook Room, everybody. Mm-hmm. Practicing out here, trying to keep up with us. Mm. Here today with. My name is Sophia Florin. Asparagus. Did you call me Asparagus? As- asparagus, <laughs> aspiring podcast host of the. Century. Century. Period. Name, possibly melting pot to be continued on that. To be continued. So, so yeah, let's start. First podcast, yeah. First podcast. What's your like expectation going into this? Like, Ooh. you know, like what's your intention with it? Were you nervous approaching the mic? Thank you for asking that question right away. Um, honestly, I've been thinking about it for the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, right. good stuff though. Right. And, um, but I guess try to coach myself. Like, don't overthink it. Just having a conversation because that's literally all yeah. that it is. That's all and it just is. Just being real, being you, being me. Boom. How about you? Um, let's see. The question was I forgot my own question. It's okay. You were saying what did you maybe expect from this podcast? Oh, yeah, that's a good question though. What do you expect from this podcast? For you. I know you've what done do you a expect? few. Um, what do you want to gain from this? A conversation, maybe more knowledge, a friend. Say whatever. So I would actually say maybe just like a combination of a few things. Um one more social interaction you know um i feel like we're in a very digitalized time in our lives Mm. so majority of engagement may come from like online Mm. but i kind of just thrive off of meeting people Mm. like there's this thing um are you familiar with the term sonder no Sonder. Sonder is the idea. It is the belief. It's the realization that there are individuals around you Mm -hmm. that are having their own consciousness or their own conscious experience in the world. So this is like pretty interesting to me for some reason, because like I often like think like, okay, I'm like this spiritual being in a human form going through my own thing in life it feels like it's just me 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 right Mm. but saunders the realization that somebody else has their own experience their own consciousness Mm. their own emotions Mm. like i don't know if that makes sense it does but when you speak you kind of remind me of my mom in that moment because she's a zen buddhist oh really so she always uses words like inner conscious be one with yourself yeah right she's a zen buddhist she's also a therapist um which is really ironic because my mother actually wanted to become a nun really and then she met my dad oh so i didn't go that way yeah yeah things changed (laughs) and then she had me (laughs) so do you get like a lot of talks with your mom then all the time A lot of people go, wow, so your mom's a therapist, free therapy. That must be nice. I go, no. no. Having a mom as a therapist, like, I don't know if people have that too, but it's not fun. There's something in my house called the two blue chairs. Mm-hmm. Two blue chairs. What is that? The two blue chairs, you do not want to sit there because A, it means you're either in trouble or B, you're about to get a freaking meltdown right now from my mother. Ooh. So anytime you're in the house and you just hear the word blue chairs, you run. Oh. You don't look back. <laughs> you run. Oh. You, you figure something out. You go outside. Right. Every single time I had to sit <laughs> in that blue chair, my mom would sit across from me and she would cross the way my legs are right now. Mm-hmm. And she would look at me with no emotional face and be like, let's talk. 
And for some reason, oh. that freaks me out. Right. Like, what did I do wrong? But it would right. never be that I was doing something wrong. She would like, she would just be like, okay, so we're going to talk about your feelings for a little bit. And it felt, l- it feels like it should be a good thing, right? It's always mm-hmm. good to talk about our feelings. But it felt like she was like almost reading from a book and speaking to me, not speaking to me. Oh, love, you know? right, right, right. Just from the textbook, you know, what mm-hmm. sp- she's supposed to say to, you know, her clients or patients, yeah. things of that nature. And that's honestly like, I know that on podcasts and just in social media in general, you should say, always get therapy and all, all, all that. But for me personally, it's different. Like every therapist that I've tried and I've tried, but six, yeah, no joke. Um, I can't help, but I don't know if it's projection, but I can't help but feel like they literally are doing it for the money. I feel like they're, d- I feel like my time, like I hate when a therapist, I don't know if you have this before, you made me look like a dummy. Yeah, bro. Like, uh, why are you concerned with time right now? You have somebody who's venting about, you oh know, things that are on their heart and mind right now and need somebody to listen. I remember one time I was deep in it. Finally, like, I was like, okay, fine. I'll just tell her. I'll tell about my trauma. So I was like, okay, here I go. So I started talking. I started getting emotional. Mm. And I, like, moment I, like, wiped my eyes, she, she, I saw her look. She's like, okay, so do we have 10 minutes? And I was like, let's come to this. Let's go back to this part. I'm like, wait, so we're taking a pause. What? I hate that. Like, for me personally, I don't want to do therapy. I'd rather talk to my good friends. That's why I keep my circle yeah. small. Yeah. Do you keep your circle small or do you have a big circle? No. Um, also a stylist. I can't imagine if that's different. No. Uh, Mike Tyson said it best one time. Uh, if you're a friend to everyone, you're a friend. If you're a friend to everyone, mm. you're an enemy to yourself. You know, I don't believe in keeping a big circle because there's only truly in life only a few that are going to reciprocate the same love, the same energy, the same attention that you give everybody else. Mm. You know, realistically, if 10 people walk in the room, two of those people are going to be the closest to you. You know, mm. and that's just facts. That's like just statistics. So I, I keep my circle very, very small. Mm. I only have the radius. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said <laughs> circumference. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, I don't keep the circle. I keep the radius. Okay, actually, I kind of want to dive into that. So circle-wise, um, circle. you, you live in Los Angeles. Yes. I think it's pretty obvious by now, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, so in Los Angeles, everyone feels the need to be friends with everyone, including myself sometimes. Right. I don't know why. Um, I don't know. Even though I was growing up isolated, when I'm out and about in public, I mm-hmm. feel like I need to like talk to everyone, which is a cool thing, but like... Yes, I like talking to people, but that doesn't right. mean that I want a lot of friends. I just genuinely enjoy talking to people, and yeah. I feel like people get that mixed up sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to just want more just, you know, human interaction, and then, you know, of course, interpersonal relationships with people, mm. you know? Like, I love conversating with people. I love meeting new people. I love making acquaintances. Oh, same. But... Oh, use the word acquaintance. Yeah, because, you know, you're not quite my bestie. Do you like that word? Have you used this a lot in your life? That's honestly probably, like, my seventh time ever using that word. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I don't yeah. really hear people using that word a lot, or unless they're, like, really, really old. <laughs> like you feel me like someone right. in the 60s is like right. is this your acquaintance i'm like excuse me yeah i mean i use like it bless you what'd you say <laughs> right right bless you <laughs> um i don't know i 
I love words. So just like just to get to know me, right? I love words. I love vocabulary. My best subjects growing up in school were um, writing and literature. And I actually have been a poet. I've been writing since I was like seven years old. Wow. So words are a very, very big thing to me. I'll wow. use big words in, you know, normal conversation just because like that's just me. And if you say a word that I've never heard or like don't know the meaning of, I'll literally stop you and ask you like, yo, what does that mean? Mm. Okay, cool. I want to add it to my vocabulary. So wow. that's why, yeah, that's why, like, it may have been, like, a little different hearing me say acquaintance. So since you, know? you like words, can I ask you what your love language is? Um, If I remember all of them. I know there's, like, five, right? I think so. I don't know. For the sake of the podcast, we'll say yes. Yes, yes, five. Yes, five. five. So we'll Maybe go with six. five. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> possibly six. Um, The... What is my love language? Like acts of service mm. is number one. Um, communication is second. Third, physical touch. No, third, giving or gift giving mm. or. Uh, Do you like receiving? How does that make you feel? Be real. Do I like you know receiving? Yeah, I mean, why not? Because like it's the understanding of like somebody is doing something for you out of the bottom of their heart Mm. yeah but it's not like a make or break for me yeah i'm only saying that because i know some people feel uncomfortable getting gifts and that's also me saying that a little bit too yeah no it's me it's me me. like i want it i'm not gonna lie like in it if someone offers me a necklace um like my ex-boyfriend he got a necklace and i love the necklace but I i wanted it but I kept on saying, no, don't give it to me. Don't give it to me. Right. Don't give it to me. And now, like, looking back, like, why did I do that? Why was I declining that? I think it's because a little bit of me was scared to get a mm-hmm. gift like 